Hello, welcome to my second episode on effective negotiation, how to get the best deal every time. Now, in the first episode, I had to just give the basics. Now, that applies for anyone um, looking at SMEs or just a basic negotiation information that you need to have um, at your fingertips to make the best um buying decision as well as getting the best deals as well as ensuring that you have a win-win situation in every negotiation. Now I said in the previous uh, podcast that the best uh, negotiation you can have is a win-win situation not the one where you um, you kind of you know um, you're holding on to your side of always having as it were the last say it's not about having the last say it's about ensuring that at the end of the day everyone at least feel that sense of they were part of the process and in one way or another their goal um, the objective they had in mind was achieved now in this we're going to be looking at um, a, a little more detail in when it comes to um, a guide to succeed in business negotiation. Um, this time around, we're looking at it on a larger scale as um, opposed to or different from the regular um, daily negotiations you had to do. And this will work anywhere, any country. And they are just these are just tested um, steps. So let's go right into it. Now, the first thing is, you need to consider before we start making a few uh, list of points um, that you want to write is to look at some foundations in negotiation. Number one is, or I'll call them A, not one, because the other points I'm going to have to list, list them numerically. So let's say A is be prepared. You know, before every negotiation, be prepared. Number two, be observant. That would be B, sorry. A, be prepared. B, be, be, be observant. Then C, be professional. Then D, plan to conclude the deal with a win-win situation in mind. That is very, very important. Because you see, you can hold on to your part, um, not knowing that you can you can win a battle like they say, but sorry, you can lose a battle, but still win the war. So you, you need to tell yourself what's important to you. Winning the war, or losing the battle or winning the battle and losing the war the choice is actually yours so let's go number one when it comes to um, effective negotiation um, in on a larger scale and you're dealing with a business is, is effective listening and understanding listen and understand the other party's issues and their point of view don't insist on your perspective now you also need to avoid talking too much you must resist the temptation to dominate or control the conversation. Resist the temptation to expound unnecessarily on the merits of your position or views. So what you're just emphasizing, what you are bringing on board, uh, almost like without you, they can't survive and all of that. You must resist that temptation. You must practice listening as an important tool in ensuring that you negotiate effectively. Listen to the other party's 
points of view and consider their key issues, their concerns, arguments, what are the odd buttons, you know. Then it is with this you are able to formulate appropriate response from um, what you have been able to gather. If you don't listen effectively, you won't know the things, how to even prepare a comeback um, or a response or even a counter offer, you know. So it is listening well that you know the consideration of the other parties and the issues or concerns they may have. You must also understand what is important to the other party. I said that in the first episode. What is your goal and what is their goal? How do you marry these goals together to ensure a win-win situation? What limitations do they have? And you know, and what flexibility would they be willing to allow in the negotiation? Number two is be prepared. Now, you need to review and understand um, the business of the other party or even the person negotiating with you thoroughly. It's important that you have at least some basic background information. Uh, Do some checks online, on their website, press releases, on their LinkedIn. Check articles that have been written about them. You You want to check their corporate affairs commission details. You want to Google. Get some information about them. You may want to check the bio of the negotiator it has you can find out trace it maybe to their social media handle or linkedin or web website search you know then you also want to look at the um the similar deals that have been completed by the other party have they done this before in the in the similar deals what was the conclusions what were the things what are the um things that happened that you can learn from and of course, you need to get the off- information on the offerings and pricing from competitors, you know, of the other parties you are negotiating with. What are the other offers available from other people who may be willing in what you're selling or what you're willing to buy? Who are the competitors of these people or individual you're dealing with? Number three, keep it professional and cautious. Now, you can afford to be a difficult and abusive person. You must seek to establish good and long-term relationship. The truth of the matter is the negotiation may not work, but what you don't know is when you build a mutually beneficial relationship, it can open door um, for collaboration, you know, in the future. And you must bear in mind that cooperative positive tone in business negotiation is more likely to result in closing the negotiation deals. Now, this was something Richard Harrod said, you know, um, it's important that you are professional it's important that you're respectful it's important someone said when someone don't agree with you in negotiation don't raise your voice raise your argument so it is very very important that you bear that in mind number four understand the deal dynamics they call it dd so you need to understand the deal dynamics for instance some things to consider is who has the leverage in this negotiation? Do you have a competitive advantage over these people or do they have the leverage? Who wants the deal more? You need to understand. It will help in your negotiation. So in this transaction, who is quote and unquote desperate for the deal to be concluded? It's important that you also know that. It's because all this information would help you in eventually, you know, making an offer or accepting an offer or give a counter offer what time constraint do you have or the other party what time constraint are they under what alternatives um, does the other side have if you don't deal or 
or if they don't deal with you then are you the one paying for the product or service if you're the one paying for the product you may have some advantage because you see um they said he who plays um the song i guess dictates the piper so very very important is that you know that if you are the one buying you have some power now number five is be the first to make an offer one of the best strategy in effective negotiation is to be the first to make an offer prepare at least a draft of the proposal and a letter of intent putting your offer what are the advantages this gives you it helps you to frame how you want the deal to be structured it helps you also to keep key points that you want um, that may not have been discussed in your conversation how you want it to be structured in the offer or the contract and of course it gives you momentum on your own side it gives you leverage to set the tone of um, the demands you know as well as put in check some unreasonable uh, demands on their side you know and it, it, it keeps you you know put you forward and helps you present your terms at least in a summary then of course you must bear in mind that while doing that in making being the one to make the offer you must bear in mind balance a win-win number six be prepared to play poker that means be ready to work if need be once the terms of negotiation aren't up to your liking be prepared to take a work you'll be surprised how taking a work has worked every time now it may and it may not work but then since you already sent what i'll call your upper limit or your lower limit which means if you're the one buying you said i'm not willing to buy more than this particular amount or you have other factors you've considered don't be don't let anybody bully you into changing your mind and if it's that you you're the one um, making an offer or they made you an offer you're like you want to sell something i said you you should have in your mind the amount you're not willing to go below now you need to do this to get to an end game don't be afraid to walk away if they need be know your walk away price before you you know you begin your negotiation you get that now of course be be prepared with um, market data you know to to back up your offerings you know some science some some facts to say see I'm giving you this based on this. If you check this place, this is what they have to offer on this, and this is what I'm willing to pay, or this is what I'm willing to sell. Now, if you're confronted with ultimatum that you are not very com- comfortable with, okay. So if you don't do this before this is time, if it's not convenient with you, please take a work. Number seven, avoid continually saying yes to change of terms or contracts. Maybe because you are in uh, pressure for whatever reasons they keep telling you um can we do this can we do that you can't keep saying yes now if you are constantly conceding and saying yes right or if for any reason you are considering saying yes um to a counter offer that is different from what you had discussed be willing to get something in return now this will let the person on the other side know that okay i need to be careful to make another demand so if i'm going to agree to this on your own side what are you willing to do or if you already have something you like for them to add to the deal that's the time to call for it number eight is um time is of essence in every negotiation never delay response on your own end right it might be your lawyer preparing the document or you need to get some information to feedback 
make sure you do it real time now the, the longer a, a deal take can honestly change the outcome of the deal imagine those who had to um, delay some deals uh, prior to the COVID-19 um, um, issue post COVID-19 you can be sure a lot of things would have changed and would have affected the negotiation so please you never can tell what would happen be as prompt as possible in your negotiation now this does not mean you should of course rush through the deals you know and not negotiate or follow through due diligence the emphasis here is be prompt as long as you know what you're doing be prompt to give feedback now understand when it's time you know on your side and and take the the be sure to give the response as fast as possible now number nine don't ignore or disregard alternatives you know, there's a temptation to be fixated on a particular deal because you have told yourself, either consciously or consciously, that this is a lifetime opportunity. If I don't do this, other things will not come up. Well, the truth of the matter is this. You were doing other things before this came up. Do you get So the thing is, consider other prospects. Refuse to be locked up into the an, an exclusive negotiation with only one prospect. Now, where, 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 especially when price or contract has not, or the terms of arrangement has not been agreed on. Don't let anybody give you an exclusive um, um, negotiation. Leave your your leave room for you to be able to deal and prospect with other interested um, clients. Now, don't be af- af- afraid to subtly, uh, just kindly, you know, subtly just drop it there occasionally that you have other prospect, you know, that are interested in what you're willing to offer or that you're willing to buy. Now, of course, be sure that that is true. And if it is, don't don't be afraid to mention it. And you, you may want to st- state that as a reason why they need to really take you seriously. Now, by negotiating with more than one prospect simultaneously, you may even get a, get better prices and offers and, and contracts. So you have options to play with. And be sure, at the end of the day, you're getting value for money and you're making the best decision in, this, in your negotiation. Number 10, don't get stuck on one issue now in in carrying out a particular transaction over a period of time there are issues that may come up it may be legal it may be okay why is this not there why is it not there you must learn to suggest that some certain issues be set aside at a particular moment and both parties can move on to make progress you know on other issues that are not complicated or where they are not you know clog in the wheel of progress the whole idea is this if you give attention to what at least you both understand and agree on somewhere along the line you may be able to find solution to this other issue that are not so clear to the other party so instead of you know frustrating one another or concluding um on the on the matter in 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 a way and say okay you know what until this is solved we can't move on where you can make progress in other area of the negotiation please focus on the progress you can make take note of the areas where you have a gap and tell yourself you are going to come back to that gap number 11 identify the king negotiator i'll say that again identify the king negotiator you see um if you keep dealing with somebody who have to say, I need to confirm with my boss, or oh, um, I don't have the authority to take decision, um, um, I may need to get back to my superior, don't let them waste your time. You know, um, you you should seek at ensuring that you deal, um, at least find ways to deal with the main negotiator, negotiator, you know, so that anything you agree on, it's final. 
you know, seek to negotiate with the king negotiator who has the authority, you know, authorized to take decisions or concessions as the need may be. Number 12, never accept the first offer. Everyone always leaves room for a counter offer. Everyone always expects you to give a counter offer. The truth is, if you accept a first offer, it may be counterproductive. Some of them might just think either they think they are paying too much, do you get? Or they may even think what you're, you're selling is inferior. So often they allow for 5 to 15%, you know, room in the negotiation, either upward or downward. So back and forth, to be honest, is is is, is a part of of negotiation and often leads to a win-win situation because it gives everybody opportunity to consider what they are willing to part away with and be sure that they're getting the value for money. But 13, ask the right questions. Some of the questions you can ask is, is it the best price you can offer me? Who are your competitors and how do their products compare with yours? What else can you add to the deal at no cost to us? What do you think we can you know, sorry, when do you think we, we can conclude this deal? You know, have, have sort of ideas of such things. How does your deal benefit you? Then how do we avoid unnecessary and unreasonable forms of contracts from lawyers and all of that? You know, keep coming up with change of contract, uh, shifting goalposts and all of that. Ask questions about such things because that would also be very helpful. Number 14 is prepare a letter of intent. You know, while we are conclu- concluding on the detail um, contract or terms and conditions and all of that, what you want to do, at least make an intent known, letter of intent. Um, you can find some sample online of letter of intent, whether you want to buy a land or you want to sell a land, you make an offer. That is not the final draft. So a letter of intent already states, you know, um, your intention is important and it can give a, a hint or highlight the key area you want the contract on the part of the other person, you know, to um to consider in giving you making you an offer then last but not the least is get help when it is required depending on the size of the deal or the the negotiation you're carrying out there are times you definitely need a consultant it may be it's not it may it is highly recommended depending on the the magnitude of what you're negotiating what you're dealing with for instance you're dealing with um, um, buying an expanse of land or you want to invest in something and all of that you may need a lawyer you need other experts in the area and who understand what you're negotiating for either a product or a service it is very important now this is as much as time will permit me to take you're free to um, direct questions to me if you have any um, you can find me on instagram Talk to PWL is the handle, and you can send me an email. Talk to PWL at gmail.com. Now, if you find this valuable and interesting, be kind to share with others. I'll come your way next time to have a great day ahead. Bye for now.